Welcome to the Pacific Forest Foundation's Talking Timber, where each week you meet the professionals behind the Northwest timber industry. First off, we want to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Logging Congress and the Pacific Forest Foundation, whose mission is to support sound technical education about the forest industry. If you don't know about these two great organizations, check them out online, www.pacificloggingcongress.org and pacificforestfoundation.org. The Pacific Forest Foundation offers thousands of dollars in scholarships each year. If you or someone you know is studying in a forest-related field, you can apply now through May 1st. Just visit pacificforestfoundation.org. Okay, now on to this week's episode, where we will be speaking to Casey Black, an export manager for Warehouser. He's going to start us off by telling us a little bit about his career path. I started in the timber industry in 1998 in a very non-traditional route. I was uh, hired by Port Blakely Tree Farms as a mechanic and a welder, and I worked out of the McCleary field office um, working on equipment and building forestry gates. Um, probably in about 99 or 2000, I took a role with Port Blakely as a field representative. And then over the course of my 14 and a half uh, year career with Port Blakely, I worked my way up to um, area forester of the Southwest Washington Tree Farm. Um, at that time, I was looking for other opportunities and Green Diamond had an opportunity uh, that was advertised for the contract logging superintendent of Washington, um, managing the North Washington block on the Southern Olympics. Um, so I worked with Green Diamond for about four and a half years, uh, managing their contract logging in Washington State. And then after Green Diamond, I took on a log buyer and director of safety for a veneer mill in Spanaway, Washington, named Rainier Veneer. Uh, I did that for about a year, and then I went to Warehouser. Uh, I joined Warehouser in January of 2017 as a company harvest manager in Aberdeen. I did the company harvest manager role for about six months, and then I was promoted to area manager of the Aberdeen uh, tree farm. I was area manager for about a year and a half, and then I went to Olympia as the Olympia export manager. Uh, in Olympia, as you uh, as the export manager, I oversee the day-to-day -day operations of the export facility. We have about 17 hourly employees, about four salary employees, and we do um, cargo from Olympia to Japan, China, and Korea. The shipping is about 18 to 20 ships per year or 100 million board feet. Wow. Well, you've had let no dust settle on you since you started, so... Did you have to take any uh, classes along the way from welder to handling the cargo? Yes. Hit? Yes, I did. So um, when I started as a welder and a mechanic, I had a degree from South Puget Sound in that field. Um, when I was at Port Blakely, I went back to school, uh, finished my AA at night there and just general studies. And then I went to UW Tacoma and studied um, um, international politics. Oh, okay. And so the move up, has it been challenging to make these changes? I mean, you're making them like at some points every six months. <laughs> well, at Warehouser, there's a lot of opportunity and it's a great company to work for. They have a great focus on people development and, and building the people that work here. So um, Warehouser has been a very fortunate place for me to, to work. Um, as far as... Um, <laughs> 
Um, I think part of uh, moving inside of a company is building, being willing to take on additional responsibilities and try new things. And at Warehouser, there's a tremendous amount of opportunity to do that if you're interested. Can, can you explain a little bit about the company Warehouser for folks that might not be as familiar with it? Warehouser was founded in 1900. Uh, Warehouser employs about 9,300 people uh, nationally. Uh, we're a $20 billion timber REIT. We own more than 12 million acres um, of diverse uh, and productive timberlands. Uh, we have about 35 wood products manufacturing facilities. All of our timberlands are 100% certified um, under the sustainable forestry standards. And we plant about 150 million trees every year. So I take it you're going to be staying with Warehouser for a little while here. Yeah, I found uh, that working at Warehouser has been very re rewarding and uh, challenging. And my values align well with the company's values. So I think it's a good fit. So when you went from Aberdeen to Olympia and had to make that transition, what are the big changes in your job that you do now that you were doing before? Are there any similarities? There was a lot of changes. So managing the timberlands in Aberdeen was something that came naturally to me because I'd been doing it for about 20 years, um, kind of all aspects of it too, from civiculture, forestry to um, you know harvest unit layout and engineering, and then to harvest management and leading people. That was all um, something I'd done in previous experience and it was a really good fit for me uh, being the Aberdeen uh, team leader or area manager. Coming to Olympia, uh, a lot of the components are the same, but it's a, a real shift in managing shipping. So a lot of my job is focused around chartering ships, um, buying logs, buying the right log for uh, an array of different countries, and putting those logs into those countries in the most cost-effective manner. So um, it, it was a big shift, and there's been a lot of key learnings in taking on the Olympia export manager role. And I think um, one of the biggest challenges is everything happens a month before it gets to its final destination. So the logs you're buying today in Olympia are probably for a ship that won't be here for another month or two, and that and that ship arrangements and chartering all has to be done 30 days before that ship arrives here. So a lot of forward looking and forward planning goes into this, this role. We just wanna take a moment to thank our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. These two organizations are dedicated to sound forestry education. And this year, the Pacific Logging Congress will be holding its convention in Palm Springs, California in November. They will be having loads of dynamic speakers and they invite you to join them. More information on this event is at www.pacificloggingcongress.org. Okay, back to Casey Black. Okay. Are you working with a lot of folks overseas then or just within the company with this job? Yes. So we have, uh, we have sales agents in uh, Korea and China that I deal with regularly. And uh, currently we travel over there, um, somebody from the the log export team travels over there about once a quarter to meet with those sales agents and then subsequently meet with our customers that buy those the logs from those sales agents. So I'm guessing you're traveling a little bit more now that you got this job. Yes, yes, traveling a little bit more for sure and um, uh, enjoy that piece of it. You know, there's a lot of uh, interesting things in both Korea and China and Japan to see. So what is the most challenging part of this job for you since... It's pretty new. Mm, that's a good question. 
I think the most challenging part of the job is making sure that you have the product that the customers want on time and delivered to the right place at the right time. So what are the highlights? And you haven't been, I mean, not even, not just this job, but this is kind of a varied career here so far. What have been some of the big highlights or events? And I think, you know, I think one of the big highlights is when I started in the timber industry, I really didn't plan on staying in the timber industry. I was always going to be a firefighter and, um, you know, I'm really glad I stayed in the timber industry. Some of the best people I know work in the timber industry, and it's been a really rewarding career with a lot of opportunities. And, uh, you know, I would encourage anybody that has interest in, in getting into the timber industry and in any fashion of the timber industry to pursue that. I think even if you, you know, have a passion for civiculture and you get into the, the timber industry in a civiculture role and you kind of learn that, hey, maybe I'm interested in harvest management, there's a lot of opportunity to move around within the timber industry and do a lot of different roles from wood products roles to uh, real estate, energy and natural resources, um, timberlands roles, um, the, the really, you know, financial roles, uh, analytical roles. I mean, there really is a lot of opportunity. And um, I think just about every um, kind of professional course out there has a role somewhere within the timber industry. And if someone was looking to uh, maybe get hired by Warehouser, is there a website or is there someplace they should go to? Look? Yeah, so you, you could go to warehouser.com. Uh, Warehouser also has a uh, PDC. Um, oh, let me back up. Warehouser has an intern program. So if you're in college and you want to do an internship with Warehouser, we hire annually quite a few interns. And then interns that want to stay have an opportunity to enroll in a professional development candidate program, PDC program. And then those those roles turn into a permanent job if you're selected for a PDC role. I know that you've taken on some leadership roles with organizations. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like? Yeah, no, I think um, so. I, I started originally with the Olympic Logging Conference, and I served on that board of directors for 10 years. I was the chairman and in 2017. Uh, and then I joined the Pacific Logging Congress, um, where I'll be president in 2022 for the Live in the Woods show. I've also uh, been involved with the Egg Forestry Leadership Program. That's a two-year program, and um, you learn about working uh, cross lines in different agricultural and timber product industries in Washington State, how to affect change at the local government level, and then also doing an international trip to, to see how um, egg and forestry are applied in other countries. And I went to Thailand and Laos in that experience, and that was really valuable. I served on the Governor's Industrial Safety and Health Board uh, for a couple of years. Uh, and then I also served on the Grace Harbor Community College Forestry School of Forestry Board for about a year. So for folks who haven't done that, stepped up to sort of those, those kind of organizational leadership roles or are thinking about it, um, what advice would you give them? People who are maybe like, oh, it's a lot of time or I'm already too busy. Or... Well, I think the first advice I would give them is attend one of those conferences. If you want to go to the Olympic Logging Conference or the Oregon Logging Conference or the Pacific Logging Conference, go um, check it out, get a taste for it, see if it aligns with what uh, your expectations are. And then if it does, continue to go and, and let the the boards or the leadership of those conferences know that you want to be involved. And I think uh, more often than not, you'll find that you get involved pretty quickly. 
So now that you're looking ahead, maybe now that you've got this job, hopefully under your belt and you're feeling more confident, what, what are you looking ahead to for this year and next for the industry? Um, I think for this year and next, uh, you know, maintain uh, strong export markets and try and build on those export markets and look for opportunities uh, within the industry, both domestically and abroad. And as far as um, the advice you might give to the next generation, is there any besides the fact they should look at look around at all the different opportunities out there? Is there any specific advice you'd say to someone who's looking in the window? Yeah, I think if you're looking in the window and you, and you don't have a full understanding of forestry or the whole process yet, I think that trees are really the answer to a lot of uh, our society's issues. Uh, it's a renewable resource. It's a great building product. And I think it's something that we should promote on uh, every level. So I know that you've uh, made some great strides professionally, but it looks like you've also made some great friendships throughout your career in the industry. Is that true? Yeah, so um, you know the timber industry has been a great career for me, but uh, the the greater um, success of of my career is the friendships I've built. Um, you know, when you go attend a conference like the Olympic Logging Conference, uh, that's an annual event that I really look forward to. It's a it's a valuable tool for um, for my business endeavors here, but it's also a great time to reconnect with uh, you know long long time friends that I've made over the course of my career people that have a shared interest, a shared passion for forestry and the timber industry. And um, everybody there, I would say 90% of the people there probably feel the same way about some of those annual conferences is it's really a time to, to get together and reconnect with some colleagues and cohorts that, um, that share the same values. Like a lot of people get into forestry or, the, I mean, they see the timber industry and they think, oh, it's just a bunch of loggers. And there is a lot of skills that you've pulled out of that, that, you know, like leadership and, you know, just management and all the mm -hmm. things that go in there. Um, maybe you can speak to the skills that you can learn outside of just cutting a tree. So, Yeah, well, some of the greatest skills I learned were from loggers early in my career um, that I apply still today, whether it's safety um, you know, taking something that's complex and breaking it down to a very mechanical kind of engineering your way out of things, so to speak. Okay. So if you have a very complex problem, I oftentimes go back to the very early things I learned uh, working with contractors uh, or people at Port Blakely um, that are, you know, there's usually a simple solution to some complex problems, right? And um, yeah. I think as far as, you know, opportunities or or kind of later learnings in my career is there's also a tremendous amount of resources out there uh, speaking in terms of people that um, come from varied backgrounds, uh, lawyers, um, you know, financial people, um, operations people, resource people. Uh, at Warehouse, we have such a large pool of, of truly professional, committed employees that if you have a problem you can't solve, you can always find somebody here that can help you solve it. You were saying you wanted to be a firefighter. Um, did, did you ever get to fight any forest fires, or did you get to did you ever get to test it out a little bit? Or? <laughs> so I was a structural firefighter in West Olympia, and I was a uh, resident. So I lived at the fire station, and um, I was the lieutenant there for the shift. And I did that for about ten years. It kind of overlapped a little bit with Port Blakely. So I would work for Port Blakely during the day, and then I would live at the fire station at night. And you know that was a really rewarding career too. And um, 
but I have no regrets on staying in the timber industry. It's definitely the fit for me, and and I have uh, really enjoyed my time at all the companies that I've worked for. And um, you know, Warehouser is hopefully where I will finish my career out. And um, I love what I do. We want to thank Casey Black for taking time to speak to us and sharing some insights about the export management business and the industry as a whole. And thank you again to our sponsors, the Pacific Forest Foundation and the Pacific Logging Congress. Please check them out at their websites, www.pacificforestfoundation.org and pacificloggingcongress.org. And if you have any topics you'd like us to cover, please reach out to me at diane at pacificloggingcongress.com. Until next time. Take care.